I was like, I need to leave this environment and I need to go out on my own. So two things happened. One, I did my numbers. So I looked at our budget. I looked at money. I looked at how much money I was making, how much money I had to make, you know, where my husband was in his business, how he was supporting the household. I looked at everything we didn't need, got rid of things. And then I was sitting at a, a networking event, actually, and all women... Welcome to another episode of The Michael Maloney Show, where we take you on a journey around the world, exploring the stories of successful individuals and learning from their achievements and struggles. Join us as we delve into the why and how behind their accomplishments and discover how to live a more fulfilling life. Mistake in the past of not pressing record early enough, and I don't want to make that mistake. So, And especially with somebody like you, Colleen, who we've kind of been networked for lack of a better word in a half-ass way right we know each other on facebook we're, we're familiar with each other i know i know a lot of the people that you know like david fagan uh, uh i think it's christian richardson um i've seen a few other people forgive me if i if i said her name wrong but crystal anyways i, I was just looking at our mutual yeah. friends and i'm like gosh i know you so well but i don't know you so i'm excited to learn more about you today but yeah colleen thanks for coming on the show yeah, it's going to be awesome. I'm excited to talk to you. So what was your choice of, because I can't remember from the time that we started this a long time ago and I applied to be on your show. So what do you want to talk about today? What's coming up for you? So the Michael Maloney show is all about empowering people to step into their next best self, right? Like there's a lot of people in this world that want to improve. They want better relationships. They want a business. They want to be more healthy, you know, maybe they want just to be more happy, right? And and they just don't know how to do it. And 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 we've all been there and, and we're not all perfect at it. I'm not trying to make it seem like everybody that comes on my show knows it all, but we've all got different things that we've learned along our process and our path to 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 keep ourselves cutting edge and to help ourselves yeah. believe in ourselves, right? And so really what this show is all about is just what what are who are you what what do you stand for why do you do it um you know what what keeps you motivated what because i i don't bring anybody on the show who isn't a go-getter who isn't already contributing to the world who not everybody has a business but a lot of people do right and so it's it's just giving back and helping those people who are at the beginning phases of their career and awesomeness or whatever it may be um and just helping them get there so it's really just if you could just tell us i shouldn't say just um, Colleen, but if you could tell us, you know, about what you do now, how you, how you give back, how you help people and, and what's gotten yes. you to where you're at. I'm excited. Awesome. That's going to be, it's going to be awesome. I'm excited about that. This is like right <laughs> yeah. up my alley of the stuff I love to talk about. Awesome. I appreciate your excitement. That's perfect. <laughs> so yeah, jump right in. So where do you live? Uh, where are you from? Yeah. So, um, I live right here in, uh, Mesa, Arizona, and uh, okay. I moved here in 1976, actually. Uh, cool. A lot of people are like, have you lived in Arizona a long time? And I'm like, well, I moved here in 1976. I'd say that was a long time. And um, <laughs> yeah. I raised my family here. And um, so this has been my home, but I'm originally from the East Coast. I moved out here from New Jersey. And okay. uh, again, I think that, you know, my parents moved our family here because they wanted to provide a better life for us, just like we were talking about bettering ourselves. And, yeah. um, 
And so eventually everyone in my family, once my parents got divorced, they all moved back and I stayed here. And so hmm. I don't have any other family out here that is from my side of the family. But then um, I was a single mom for a while after I got divorced at a young age. And then I um, talk about bettering yourself on a regular basis. My gosh, uh, it's been like my whole trajectory of my whole life because I could look <laughs> yeah. back and I could think about all the things I did wrong and all the messes I made and all the things I should have done differently. But we can't really sit and coulda, woulda, shoulda on ourselves like all the time, right? Because then you're just always thinking about the past and it's really about the present and moving forward. So how can I become a better version of who I want, who I see myself and want to be? And that's really what I was working on. So, you know, having, being divorced, it was like, how do I want to be a better version of a wife when I get mm. remarried, right? How do I want to be a better version of a mom, um, you know, when I have more kids? And so that's kind of really what I focused on. And I climbed the corporate ladder really fast. There really wasn't anything I couldn't do. Um, and I would even say that in an interview when they'd say like, why should we hire you? I'm like, cause there isn't anybody, anybody out there that's going to work more than I am, you know, like I'm going to yeah, work I've smarter, faster, <laughs> the yeah. whole thing, you know? And, well, uh, and I like so how you said you, you know, like when you went through the divorce, Colleen, how you right away, you were like, how can I be a better wife? Like, how can I be a better half to a relationship, you know, because, and, and that's, I, um, I first ever heard it's, 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 it's just the whole idea of try something, do it, give it your all. If it doesn't work out, adapt and conquer. Right. And you hope with the relationship that you don't have too many, you know what I mean? But, but in life, if we can go, if, if we can just live our lives with the mindset that we're going to give our all to everything we're doing, if something unforeseen happens, if things don't go the way we planned on it, let's figure out as well as we can, what the reasoning was, how could we have showed up better and then live better going forward. Right. And, yeah. And just from the little bit that you've explained about your life, about when you first got divorced and how you right away started to focus on yourself and learn how to be a better significant other or whatever, that just, it's, it's a pattern, right? And, and I've found in the successful people that I talk to is that there's the pattern, the success cycle of, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to put my all into this. I'm going to try really hard. I'm going to do it as well as I can. And then I'm going to go at it. If it doesn't work out, I'm going to adjust and then keep going. And it's just that mindset and people with the mindset, like what you have can get through so much more than people who would just easily become victim or, you know, blame themselves or whatever. So kudos to you, but I, I didn't want to take too much of your thunder there, but I figured I'd quickly say that because I think it's worth acknowledging that people, we, we need to, we need to push through the hard days because they're, they're not going to last. You know what I mean? That's right. They don't. They don't last unless you choose to make them last. So yeah. I don't have too many friends that are victims because I don't hang out with people that awesome. do not want to continue growing. Right. And I, I do believe that we do get to pick and choose who we hang out with. And a lot of yeah. people will tell me, well, not really. Well, maybe friends, but you don't get to choose your family. And I'm like, you might not have chosen who your blood parents are or blood siblings are, but you can certainly limit the amount of time that you yeah. spend with them, especially in activities like holidays and things where you're around family more than you would normally be your extended family. I think it's important yeah. for us to remember that, that you just arrive late, leave early. Maybe you don't sit at a table if someone triggers you, you know, and you, mm -hmm. you just kind of need to mitigate that a little bit. And so that's yeah. taking responsibility for you. 
right? And not blaming. Mm. I could blame my spouse. I could blame other people. I could blame people in relationships. But I really believe that we need to take complete 100% responsibility for ourselves no matter what. And when I had gotten to a specific level in corporate America, and I had been working on myself and working on myself, I got to a point where I felt like I was at my really max where I felt like I could go in that company and in that sure. career. And I loved what I did, but didn't love the corporate kind of structure of it. And I'm just mm. like you and everybody else. We're born, put on a conveyor belt to go through school, put on a conveyor belt to go to college, put on a conveyor <laughs> belt to get a job. And that's just the way we're conditioned. But that necessarily mm -hmm. does not produce high results, high success or happiness. Or our, our highest potential, right? Like yeah. there's no freaking way that's our high. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I you know what, just don't know when it happened, Michael, but I had just decided that I was really at a place where I was ready to become an entrepreneur because I had been coaching them and consulting them for 20 years and loved entrepreneurship, but I wasn't an entrepreneur myself. And, so was that uh, your business or was that what your job was? You were a yeah. business consultant of some sort. Yeah. And so you're like working with all these businesses, telling them how they should run their business. And here you're working for somebody. So you're after a while, you probably started to think, gosh, I should do this myself. Yes, Is that what happened? I, yeah. Yeah. And I launched businesses because I love the um, high energy deadline impact mm, high sure. stress kind of <laughs> side of yeah. those deadlines. Right. Yeah. So, like you were just I, saying, give it our all. Try it. Try it. Try it. Yeah. Try it. yeah. <laughs> did, I did, did quite a few of your startups or what was the success? Just this is completely off topic. Yeah. But like, what would you say, like roughly approximately your success um, rate would be on a new startup? Because obviously, like you said, they're riskier. It's almost like a new idea, high risk, high reward potential. Would you yeah, say it's like 70% or? Here's the thing. It really depended on, because I would go by goals that they had set for themselves and reaching those specific goals. So it sure. really depended on when, what timeline we were. You know, 2003, it was a great time to launch a business. 2008, 2009, really crappy time to launch a business, you know? Mm. So yeah, yeah. 2001, bad time to launch a business. So it really just depended on when it was. So I would say okay. the majority of them, probably higher than 70%, would hit their goals early. So I, I loved to create more than one type of business plan with them. There was a business plan that was very conservative to where I was really kind of overexposing and exaggerating expenses and really under... Um, looking at income, you know, just really, sure. con, con, you know, really conservative. So that so you would create like an actual pro forma financial projection. Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. Yep. And, and I would do okay. all of that based on it being very conservative so that they felt comfortable knowing if they performed the crappiest ever, this is where yeah. they would be in a year, two years, yeah. three years. And then I okay. would say, but if you want to look at the average and then we want to look at maybe even a stretch goal, here's the opportunities of what it could look like. And that's when you get them really excited. So they're like, okay, so I'm going to be all right because they're shelling out hundreds of thousands of dollars, right? I'm going to be okay, but this is my potential. This, this is yeah, what I could yeah. make. And then you get them really excited. And then that conservative one anymore doesn't look so appetizing. Sure, and they want to sure. go straight to dessert, right? So yeah, right. 
that got them jazzed up and then helping them digest those pieces into actionable, smaller. So instead of saying, hey, let's look for a membership for your organization of 100 for the month, I would say, okay, let's break that down by week and then by day. So now you Mm -hmm. and your team are all focused on five people today. What can you do for five people today? Because if you wait till the end of the month and focus on 100, you're going to be short probably 20 or 30 and trying to get those last 20 or 30 in the last few days of the month, right? You've got to start focusing on that goal and incremental steps in the very beginning. So I know that's what I did well. I love the numbers. I love to show people what are the path leads with numbers and it gets Mm. them very excited and it gives them a clear vision of choice, if that makes sense. Sure. Yeah, because yeah, any entrepreneur listening, and um, I can definitely relate, when you're just operating in ling- like in lingo or you're just going through the motions and like, even if you're making money, like, and it's almost more scary if you're doing really well, but it's like, if you don't know your numbers, if you don't have any idea where you're at, it, like it's, you could lose your business. Like when you hear of people going bankrupt or, overextending themselves with on with capital it's because they don't know where they're at and uh and, and tracking all that there's so much there's so much power in there and with that in that um god colleen there was one other question i was gonna ask you right about that but it escaped me but anyway so when you when it became like so you're saying when when it when it was time to change or to start your own business you were just at that time you realized gosh it's time to do it um, I, I, there's a lot more opportunity if I went on on my own. Is, were those kind of the thoughts you were having or like what was <laughs> explain the environment? Because I'm sure there's people listening right now who are working for people who have been thinking for longer than they, they would like to admit. I should start a business. I should look into this. And they just haven't. And so what what was that? Like, do you remember the specific day or maybe not? That's fine if you don't. But was there like a specific like argument with your boss or like was there something that caused you to just be like, I'm done. I'm ready to do my own. Maybe not. There Maybe there a, wasn't. There was a lot of days where I was like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm ready to move on. But there was part of me that was still held back because it was leaving that big paycheck. And that's what everyone's mm-hmm. excuse is. So the comfort. By the yeah. way, I've heard it a thousand times from every friend of mine, anyone I've ever met, where I said, Why don't you just leave corporate? And the first thing that comes out of their mouth is, Well, that's easy for you to say you don't have any kids at home. Well, that's easy for you to say you had a nest egg. Well, that's easy for you to say you don't have. So it was, it's all excuses. And I'm like, I didn't have a nest egg. And you're right, I didn't have little babies at home, but that doesn't mean that I don't have a lifestyle and I don't have, I mean, I, we have seven kids, you know, and, 12 grandkids. So there's still birthdays and Christmases and all this other stuff. So (laughs) what I did was I went straight to the numbers and my husband said, I'm so tired of you being upset and crying all the time that you're not happy. What is it going to be that makes you happy? And so I went Mm -hmm. on this, what do I need for happiness that I need that's going to make me happy? I need to create it. Focus on yourself. You started to look inward. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, I need to leave this environment and I need to go out on my own. So two things happened. One, I did my numbers. So I looked at our budget. I looked at money. I looked at how much money I was making, how much money I had to make, you know, where my husband was in his business, how he was supporting the household. I looked at everything we didn't need, got rid of things. Mm. And then I was sitting at a, a networking event, actually, 
and all women were in the room and it was the most profound thing that I'd ever seen happen. And they went around and they asked every lady in the room what her story was. And I Mm. just couldn't believe because I had been so topical with them and networking, right? It's business, business, business. I was taught from a very young age in corporate America as a female, which is probably different than the way you were taught, Michael, is not to show emotion. And in all of my roles Mm. I was in, I wasn't to show like that emotion. And they even taught me ways to like squeeze my fingernails into my hands to not cry. All this weird stuff, like very manly, masculine ways of leading, right? But I'm sorry you had to learn all that, right? Um, It sucks. But but like we were talking earlier, everything shitty in life is there (laughs) at some point. You're grateful for it, but I'm still... It's sickening that 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 that's and and the whole uh, glass ceiling bullshit and all that. I mean, it's yeah. it's out there, and and I feel for you, and I'm uh, and I and I am definitely one to advocate for equality of, of, among everybody. So, oh but, sure, but, sure, yeah. me too, me too. And I will tell you, it should always just be the best person for the job, no matter what, mm-hmm. right? Just the best yeah. person. So, in that moment. When I saw this raw emotion from women, I thought to myself, these women have lost husbands at 23 and are widows. Some of these women have been in horrific car accidents and still have gone to work. Some of them have lost children. I, th- when we went around the room, I was just, you could have heard a pin drop for three hours. And all of us, and because, you know, we know our own stories and we know what we go through and we know what we sacrifice for corporate America and a job. But that was the mm-hmm. first time I'd really understood what their lives were like while they were still showing up completely polished at work. So what and was I, just give me a little more context on the on the room. So what was this room? Was it just like a group of people just like voicing their like, was it like a support group or? Before we continue, I'd like to take a moment to share something I'm passionate about with you. If you're someone who is constantly striving for personal growth and loves surrounding yourself with other motivated individuals, you're going to want to hear about this. Check out growthgroupinc.com. This is an exclusive community made up of high achievers and dynamic entrepreneurs just like you. It's a space where like-minded individuals come together, collaborate, and support each other on their own journey to success. Growth Group is more than just a community. It's a collective mindset, a commitment to getting better every single day. We believe in the power of connection, collaboration, and constant growth. And we're confident that being part of this community will give you an unparalleled advantage on your path to success. So take a moment, visit growthgroupincorporated.com and join us as we elevate our lives together. Trust me, this is one investment in your future you will not regret. Now, let's get back to our conversation. What you would call it, it that, but it didn't start that no it, it was didn't a start room that of way women yeah it was a round table of women that were networking there was about 21 sure. of us there and there was a gentleman in the room and they were recording the conversation because they were going to be taking excerpts of what we were saying to put it into a magazine oh because i see the magazine okay. producer was there right and so and all so, of a sudden you're like everybody started talking and telling their horrific experiences because they asked the question, what's your story? And I couldn't believe it. So at that moment, I said to myself and one of the guys that was in the room, the magazine producer, I said, we need to start an organization for women 
because women aren't being supported right now. And I can only imagine female entrepreneurs, I've seen them create community and how that solves a lot of the problems for businesses. Mm. They're out there just trying to do all this on their own. We need to sure. create this. So right then I said, we can do this and this is what I want to do. So after knowing my numbers, after convincing myself I wanted to leave, I needed to figure out what was I going to do when I left corporate America. And that was really it. I created a community in 2018 and I awesome. never looked back. And I still do that Sweet. today, you know? Um, so it's like a membership community kind of where like yeah. a, 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 a participant might pay like a monthly fee and then there is that how it works? And it's like yeah. a group of strong women essentially, right? Yeah. So it is literally a group of small business owners. So female entrepreneurs that are building their businesses. So whatever stage you're at. And I, because of my marketing and because of my side of launching businesses, I know how crucial visibility was for those businesses. Mm. The number one rule was you have to tell everybody about you. The number two rule was build long lasting relationships with people. In the and community. Yeah, or is that just kind of business also? Just business altogether. I yeah, feel yeah, yeah. building the strongest relationships with people help you with, you don't even know how, possibly down the road, right? <laughs> Being true. authentic yeah. and real. Yeah. For sure. And, For um, sure. So that's what the community is. It's a, you know, it's like a monthly fee or an annual fee they, I do a lot of visibility for them. So I've had magazines in the past, live radio shows. We do podcast interviews. They teach master classes. We do spotlights. So I help these women on a visibility side to build a strong digital SEO footprint on the back sure. end of Google, like their digital resume. At the same time, I'm connecting them with other women. They're collaborating, they're networking. So they're building more of like that social capital. And social capital is pretty simple. It's people that deposit into opening doors and opportunities for you. So that's what, that's what we do um, in the community. So, and then I really didn't start consulting again till about two years after I was running the community. And I noticed a lot of women that I was supporting in the community were struggling, like on things that I felt were very simple in business. You know, it just seemed business, so common sense. Sure. So common sense. So I put the tone out there. I was like, hey, is anyone needing any help with their business? Are you looking for business consulting? I couldn't believe the overwhelm of hands awesome. that went up. And I was like, okay, I need to start a community, a like I need to get a group of women together. I need to start working one-on-one -on -one with some of these ladies. So I started doing that as well. And that really led to my husband and I buying businesses, launching more businesses, franchising businesses. So wow. we kind of have our hands in a lot of pots now. Um, so yeah, that's really how it started. It was that one leap that one leap. And so anyone listening that's straddling that I want to be an entrepreneur, but I'm still in corporate America. If your back's up against the wall today, especially Michael, look at all the ways that you can get gig work like Uber, Instacart, oh, yeah. DoorDash. You can make money all day long doing whatever it is that you want to do to support mm -hmm. you building your business. So I think that if you really want to become an entrepreneur and a lot of um, a lot of business people out there do not agree with me on this, analysts especially, they say you've got to build up your entrepreneur business to match your income. I say that's just complete BS, by the way. Oh, I, I see. Before you quit. Before you quit. 
And I think mm. when you're straddling both, one, it's one of the hardest things you'll ever do. I did that for a, probably like a year. It was really hard because I never slept. And two, you're now putting half effort into both. In the both, and, right. Yeah. And so I feel like when you jump and you take the leap and you'll land on your feet, then you'll make it, you'll figure it out. But you have to be willing to burn all those bridges, like all those boats. There's no yeah. like, that's why if you're straddling that paycheck, it's too easy to not leave because you're mm -hmm. still getting it. So See, I was literally just about ready to ask you if you heard of the burn the boats and oh, yeah. for anybody yeah. listening and you Napoleon just said it, Colleen, Hill. you just mm -hmm. did. But I just learned it like two or three years ago for anybody listening that hasn't heard about it. Um, burning the boats is the idea that back in the day, somebody like um, pirates would try to take over an island. And so they would literally pull up to an island. And I don't know if this is true, but it's the whole philosophy behind it. They would pull up to the island, burn their boat, basically removing any way for them to leave the island. They were so committed. They were so devoted to, to taking over the island and so confident that they were going to do it that they literally burnt the boat. They got rid of what they had been doing prior. And what Colleen is saying is in, in a lot of situations, if you, if you don't burn the boat, you don't have enough of a push, enough of a drive to like say, this is it. This is, I got to put everything into this. Otherwise I'm screwed. Right. And so you, you burn the boat, you quit your job, you, you, you dump your spouse, whatever it is that you've been freaking going back and forth on, you do that and you just, you just commit to going forward and, and, and you just embrace it. And, and there's so much power in that. And, you know, and, and if you, if, if you're, if you don't feel like you're, if, if you don't feel confident enough to make that big of a move, then that probably means you have to become more competent somehow, you know, confidence increases with competence. So if you, if you don't know, if, if that doesn't feel right, if your intuition is saying no, which by the way, a lot of times your intuition is full of shit and make sure you make sure you realize that, that it's there to protect you. It, it tries to protect you when, when oftentimes you should disobey it. But, but just realize that, that it's, a, that you, that just, just realize that there's that, that fine line of like, I need to just learn a little bit more and then just go for it. Or I just need to go for it. If you've been thinking about it for a long time and you, and you see other people out in the marketplace doing it, making money or impacting people, just do it. Just try it. Like one of my mentors, Brent Dahlstrom says, if you fail, you fail. Like there's only good and great days. If you're healthy, if you can breathe, if you can see, if you can walk, if, you, if you're just alive, it's a good day. And so it doesn't matter what gets taken from you. It doesn't matter how bad you screw up. You're still going to be okay. So just operate with those kind of mentalities and, and be amazed by what you can accomplish. My whole life is built on failures. <laughs> My whole business, every <laughs> yeah. business we have is built on failures. My husband and I have made large investments, $40,000, $50,000. That's large to me. And yeah, uh, damn right. We've lost it there. We've got nothing from it. And it takes more energy to hold on to money than it does to let it go and make more money. I tell people that all the time. If you're so still caught up in the past of what mm. you've done wrong, or I lent that person money and they still owe me money, or that person canceled a contract or whatever it is, you got to let that energy go, let that go and just focus on moving forward because you cannot change the decisions you made in the past. It made you wiser. And the competence is so important. I study everything. I read, 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 read. And so right now I'm working on financial literacy. People might say, oh. well, you just talked about numbers. Why are you studying 
financial literacy because there's a difference between knowing numbers and seeing numbers in a spreadsheet and studying financial literacy, which is if, if we want to do more real estate investments than what we're doing today, we need to become more financial literate on all of the numbers and how they work and how money flows in and out of accounts through in, in and out of tax in and out of assets and liabilities. There's a lot of the financial literacy piece that they don't teach you. You have to decide mm -hmm. you want to learn it on your own. So when I'm interested in something, like when I was interested in leaving corporate America, I dove into what I needed to do to increase my competence, just like you said, so I could increase my confidence. I'm doing the same thing right now, increasing my competent level in more real estate investments. So then I can sure. become more confident with investing and not make stupid decisions that I've made in the past. Cause I wasn't yeah. competent and I didn't have the knowledge. Amen. Yeah. Hey, and just to go back to it, just because I'm trying to prove how relevant this is. Once again, this is part of the success cycle. You find an opportunity and then you educate yourself on it. You educate yourself on it so much that you, you you're thinking about it when you're sleeping and you act on it. Act on it. You try it. If it doesn't work, you step back. You say, hey, what could I do differently? What could I have learned from my first approach? And then you do it again, right? And it's just that pattern, that pattern, that pattern, that pattern. And if you believe in yourself, anybody listening, if you can really believe in yourself, like we we're talking about, if you can become competent or confident, if you can become confident through gaining competence, all of a sudden jumping off that diving board, like if you imagine jumping into a pool when you know you can't swim. Like that's scary, but if you know you can swim, it's not, it's not scary at all. It's like, this is fun. This is enjoyable. Like you were saying, we know our numbers. We know there's all this opportunity. Let's go for it. Let's dive head first. We already know how deep the pool is. You know, it's like the more it's just, and, and, that, and I've, that's just the Newman. Uh, yeah. So just, just think about that. Um, Colleen, gosh, you've got me pumped out. There's, there's so much. I wanted to also bring up that the, the way that you got into business, I admire a lot of people get into business because they see an opportunity that isn't based around helping people. And, and that's perfectly fine, by the way. Um, like a lot of service industries, like I, for instance, got started with a landscaping, you know, lawn care. That's what got me into it. That wasn't really helping people that much. Fortunately for oh my you, gosh, you, that helps people a ton. <laughs> you know what I mean? It does. It totally does. But like, I'm, you get totally it helps people, but you have no um, idea how much I love my landscaper and how much I love my housekeepers. Like it's because of them. And I give them great gifts around the holidays right now because it's because of them that I'm able to go do the things that I can do. If I didn't have them there, I, my time would be mowing the lawn and my time would be cleaning my house. So you, yeah. that is a huge impact, by the way, I don't know if you, it is. It, don't take me the wrong way. I'm not trying to make it seem like, like we're not important or that it's not, something good to do. Um, it's just what I found in my own experience is that I, that was what I was doing, lawn care and landscaping. Within a few years, we were doing over a million dollars, doing pretty well, buying new equipment, building systems, all this stuff. And, and I was like the most miserable person. I was just, I was unhappy. I was easily pissed off. I, I was drinking alcohol. I was smoking weed a lot. You know, there was just I wasn't the significant other I could have been. It wasn't, I wasn't what I thought I would be in business. And I'm not saying everybody that would go through the exact route that I would, that I did would be the same way. But what happened is I got addicted to the growth because we were growing so fast. I started to look forward so much 
Like what's next that I, it, it, it literally prevented me from being able to focus and, and appreciate what I had in front of me. And so luckily, thank God, and I think God was the one who brought me to this. I went to this seminar where it caused me to think about why I was doing what I was doing. And, 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 and I heard the word fulfillment for the first time. And I was like, and I, and I remember we did this exercise where we were, we were pretending we were walking down the road and a car hopped the curb and hit us and we were laying on the ground. We had like five minutes to, to think about our life before we passed away. And I just remember, you know, the questions Tony Robbins was asking, like, do you feel like you were present for your family? Did you give everything you could have to the people that love you and care for you? Were you there? Uh, were you present with your kids? Like, blah, like all these things, right? Were you grateful for the, all the opportunities God gave you? Like all this stuff. And, and I have goosebumps right now thinking about it. But I just remember bawling and thinking to myself, I have so much to society standards. You know, I had whatever. I, you know, you can go to the store and buy what you want without looking at the price. Like not some of the stuff that I, my problems were nowhere near some other people's problems. Right. Life was good, but I was so freaking miserable. I didn't want to get out of bed in the morning. And, and all then the reason was it was because I was focusing on the wrong thing. But also, I wasn't doing things for the right reason. I didn't have a compelling reason for why I was running my business. And so right then, it, 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 it taught me right then and there that I needed to do everything I could to scale my business so that I could remove myself out of it in a way so that I could go out and become the person who I need to be to impact what I hope to be millions of people someday. You know, and, and, and so now... Since then, I am a completely different person. I have more irons in the fire. There's more stuff going on and our business is growing. The trajectory is going great, you know, but, but I'm able to handle it all because I have a more compelling reason for pulling me, not just to make money and get more clients and buy more equipment and buy more rental properties, right? It's, it's truly to, to create a company that I can create seminars that like we were talking earlier, I can have pe people can come to, they can Get, gain clarity on what they're trying, what they need to do. Like you said, small steps, small incremental steps to get them on the right path. And that's much more compelling, right? Mm -hmm. And so, like I was saying, it's, there's nothing wrong with getting into business, chasing the dollar, the opportunity, but if, and that's fine if somebody's thinking about doing that, but I just challenge you to, while you're, while, while you're at that stage, also dig really deep to find a reason to do it that, that, in, that includes helping other people, contributing to other people outside of you and your family, because that's what's going to drive you and continue to keep you from getting burnt out. And, and that's what I was saying, Colleen, like for you to jump right in into entrepreneurship with a business that was right out of the back geared towards helping and empowering women to step into who they deserve to be confident in, and stand up as. I mean, I, that's admirable as hell. And I just appreciate that. And I just, I hope I, I wish you the best of luck. And I, I can't wait to tell my wife about you. Um, and, and now's a good time to ask for anybody that would want to know more about what you're doing, Colleen, how, how could they reach out to you? Yeah. So I've, I've built a very good digital online uh, resume. So anyone can Google Colleen Biggs. They can go to my website, ColleenBiggs.net. Um, they can connect with me on LinkedIn. You know, I think that's a great place to have a conversation where someone reaches out with a message and says, hey, I heard you on Michael's show or I heard you sure. on. I would love to connect with you. So you, you said something that really hit the mark. We have to have a bigger why that's bigger than us. There's a reason mm. way bigger than us. And burning the boats is about 
creating accountability for yourself. It's just a process and a piece of the step in the, you know, of becoming that person, but it has to be greater than you, no matter mm. what it is. And you don't owe anybody an explanation of why you're doing something. It just has to fuel you every single day, every single day, because as an entrepreneur, the number one thing that most people lack is that accountability and they're not high performers because they don't have someone they're holding them accountable like they did at a job. And so you have to put a community of people around you, accountability around you, a coach around you, whatever that looks like, right? Uh, it might be conferences. I create those too. And I do that so people can come together and they can meet new women and be held accountable. So again, you have to create that accountability as an entrepreneur because no mm. one out there is going to create it for you. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, listeners, we'll leave you with this one last question. Colleen just basically said it. What is a reason? What is an overlying why? A reason bigger than yourself that you're going to live your life that's going to pull you and drive you and just allow you to get through those hard days? Because after all, that's what sets the successful from the unsuccessful apart. And, and, and it's that they have that overlying huge audacious goal to help people or something bigger than themselves. But I challenge you to think about that over the next couple of days and maybe even feel so inclined to shoot us a message and let us know what it is. But Colleen, thanks again for coming on the show. As you have updates on what you're doing with events or, you know, um, with which, by the way, I'm so sorry for just now asking, what's the name of your group, Colleen? Oh, it's called the Leap Community. The Leap Community. Awesome. Yeah. Great. And, and right now, I think you can, I think I can see it. Our visitors or our viewers will be able to see it, but I can't see it in my, my picture, but um, yeah. So if anybody's interested, which I'm sure they are, please reach out to Colleen. Um, like I, um, like she mentioned on, um, on her website, on Google or on LinkedIn, and we will be sure to share her credentials also in the comments when we post on our Facebook page. So once again, thanks for tuning in to the Michael Maloney show. We'll see you around next time. That was another episode of The Michael Maloney Show. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.